and light y'all welcome back to code Sheem. before we get started quick shout out and salute to my brothers at the UNU network check out the social medias on instagram and on twitter click the link in the bios and give a listen to all the podcasts listed there again salute to my brothers today we're going to do part two on spiritual warfare this time we're going to talk about the armor of god When we choose to follow in the ways of Yahshua, the enemy will fight that much harder to pull us to the dark side. Okay, spiritual warfare is happening. There are battles taking place beyond what we can see in the physical. When we surrender to the will of Elohim, that is the beginning. Okay, you didn't arrive. You just started your journey. We start to learn more. We'll be tested more. Our spiritual muscles start to grow as well as our discernment. I know I'm speaking for myself. I thought as I started to grow that it would be sunshine and roses, right? That being tested was over and that since I am a child of God, I'm going to receive nothing but blessings, right? But that is far from the truth. We're going to be tested more, okay? Because when the enemy knows that we've chosen sides, and we've chose to be hot for Elohim, they're gonna work that much harder to pull us away. We've got to pick up our cross and bear it, okay? And the first verse we're gonna go to is in the Gospel of John chapter 15, 17 through 21, okay? And it reads, these things I command you, that ye love one another. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you're not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. And there it is. It's not always going to be sunshine and roses. The world hated him first, so of course it's going to hate us as well. If, If you're being the light, okay, if you're a part of the body, the church, the world is going to hate you all right when we're not led by the world the world is against us and that's okay right because if you hated him then we have to accept that as well because we're not above him we're not greater than he is as we mature in our walk in intimacy with elohim we become set apart kodashim all right he will begin to teach us what we need to learn through the spirit the ruach hakodesh 
now get forward we're gonna we're gonna get into the armor of god okay and, and no service member who goes to war without the proper gear and protection is going to survive so how can we expect to fight in the spirit without the proper gear and protection how can we expect to survive and 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 to make it without the proper gear and protection to fight in the spirit we're gonna go to the book of ephesians today chapter six all right you've heard me say these scriptures before all right but we're gonna go a little further all right we're gonna from chapter six verse 10 through 18 I'm going to read it first, and then like always, I'm going to break it down. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places therefore take unto you the whole armor of god that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, and watching thereunto, with all perseverance and supplication for the saints all right now let's go back to verse 10 finally my brethren be strong in the lord and in the power of his might to be strong in the lord right to be strong in our Elohim, we must draw from the power of our intimacy and union with him our union with Elohim comes through Yahshua. Okay. Now we're going to go back to the book, uh, to the gospel of John chapter 14, verses seven through 11. And it reads, if ye know, if ye had known me, ye should know, have known my father also. And from henceforth, ye know him and have seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. And Jesus said unto him, I have, have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He hath seen me, hath seen my Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works sake. The only way we can get to Elohim 
is through his son, Yahshua. Right. And because he is not here walking with us in the physical, he left us with the spirit. All right. And like I said before, in, in previous episodes, the spirit will guide us all right, and bring us to remembrance those things in which he has taught us. All right. The Ruach HaKodesh. That's what's going to that's what brings us our union with Yahshua. And our union with Yahshua is what brings us to Elohim. And we must take that and draw from that. All right. And that's how we're going to get our strength. That's how we're going to be empowered. Because of the union between Yahweh and Yahshua, we are empowered. Okay. We are empowered. We're going to go again to the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 26 this time. And it reads, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Exactly what I just said. All right. Through the Ruach HaKodesh, we are in union with Yahshua. All right. And our union with Yahshua brings us to Elohim. And all of that together, we can be empowered by that. All right. We gain strength from that. Verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. First things first, what is the definition of wiles? A trick or scheme or strategy intended to trap or deceive. A trick or scheme or strategy intended to trap or deceive. Okay, the devil isn't dumb. All right, he knows. He knows he has tricks to outwit us. All right. And the only way we can withstand those tricks and those schemes, the only way we can be strong and empowered and 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 not be caught in those traps. We've got to have the armor. OK, we need that armor of God to stand against it. Verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You guys heard me say this first three, four, five times already. For we wrestled not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We've said this a million times, okay? Spiritual warfare isn't physical, all right? It may present itself in the physical, but we can't fight it in the physical. All right. We've got to be strong in the spirit because that's how we're going to fight against the wickedness. All right. That's how we're going to fight against the fallen angels. OK, that's the only way to do it. That's the only way we're going to be victorious. Every time you try and fight the spirit in the physical, you're going to lose. You're going to lose that battle. But why lose that battle when you've got the armor of God? All right. You've got the protection you need. You've got your weapon for offense. We've got to use it. We've got to know how to use it. And then we've got to be proficient in, in all of that and put it together. Therefore, we can walk through this world and be protected. Verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all 
to stand. The armor is going to aid us in being successful to resist the evil and stand our ground when we're faced with the wiles, those strategies of our spiritual opponents. Like I said before, how many soldiers you know go to war without, without their protection, without their armor? None. They're not even going to let you into theater without it. I promise. I know. I've been there. They're not letting you in the theater without your protection, without your gear, without your weapon system. We need it, right? Just like in the physical, we need it in the spiritual. We've got to put that armor on. We've got to always keep that armor on, okay? Always. That's the only way. Now, verse 14, this is where it starts, okay? This is where it gives us that armor, all right? Verse 14, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth, all right? And having on the breastplate of righteousness. First of first is the belt of truth. We've got to stand up for what is right and against all wrongdoing. All right. The truth allows you to stand your ground. Don't loosen your belt by submitting to falsehoods of the world. All right. The more you're following in the world, the looser and looser that that belt of truth gets. And then what happens when that belt of truth is loosened? Now it's going to fall. All right. Now you've got nothing to hold that belt. You got nothing to hold that up. Nothing holding that up. And if we can't rely on the truth, what are we relying on? We said this this last week, I believe. Are, are, are you building a tolerance to, to, to the devil and, and of the world? Are you being led by the world? If we got on our belt of truth, no, we're not being led by the world. Because we know what the truth is. All right. We know how to stand up against those wrongdoings. But when we're being led by the world and we're doing all kinds of things that we shouldn't be doing, that belt is loosening. That belt is loosening. Make sure yours isn't. Next, the breastplate of righteousness. All right. Allows us to stand morally erect with an upright heart, being honest and just. Seeking to do the will of Elohim. The breastplate of righteousness. The place of armor protects soldiers' vital organs. All right. Just like the breastplate will protect us from the strong blows of temptation. When soldiers go to war, you get two plates, one on your chest, one on your back, and one on each side. All right. If we don't have that that plate of armor, and, and we get shot, we get hit with shrapnel, our vital organs are likely going to be hit. And then what's going to happen? You're going to bleed out. You're going to die. If we allow to those blows of temptation to continue to hit us, that breastplate is going to get weak. All right. And if we don't have that breastplate, when we are struck by the blows of temptation, we're going to fall. The more we are led by the world, the weaker our breastplate gets. That's why we have to be strong. All right. That's why we have to stand tall, being honest and just seeking to do the will of Elohim. Because when we're seeking to do the will of Elohim, our breastplate cannot be weakened. We can stand those blows of temptation. Verse 15. 
and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. What is the gospel of peace? Those are the boots, all right? Imagine having to walk barefoot. Imagine you got deployed to Iraq and you out there in some thong sandals, all right? Imagine you're out there and you're barefoot. You got socks on maybe, maybe you don't, but you ain't got nothing on your feet. How can you stand? How can you have a good footing? You can't. You can't. The boots of the gospel will help to give you, give us stability and a firm foundation. Being ready to fight, ready to do anything to serve. Being ready to share the truth with those who we cross paths with. We must know and understand the gospel to withstand the enemy. That's the discernment. Let's go back because we, we gave that definition, right? We gave that definition. So we're going to go back and I'm going to give it one more time. Discernment, the ability to judge well. Perception in the absence of judgment with the view of obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. So if we got on the boots of the gospel, and we know we understand, we're gonna be able to have a good footing. We've got a good foundation, all right, to withstand the enemy when he attacks. And we need that. We must have that. Verse 16, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to, to quench the fiery darts of the wicked. How can we withstand those fiery darts without our shield of faith? We've got to have faith. We have to have faith. Without faith, where are we? We're lost. We're lost in the wilderness without it. All right. Hebrews 11, 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Again, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Let's move down to verse 6, Hebrews 11. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Are you diligently seeking him? Do you have faith? Are you continuously strengthening that faith? Are you using that shield of faith? Is it guarding you from the wickedness of the world? Is it keeping you from being led by the world? Is it keeping you from, from, from those, those fiery darts? That temptation? So much, so much has been done through faith all through the Bible. And again, how many times I got to say this? If you don't believe me, go read it for yourself. Matter of fact, don't take my word for it. Go and read it for yourself. I challenge you to go and read it for yourself. You don't have to take my word for it. Check it out for yourself and find out. When we lack the patience or belief, we are lowering our shield and being struck. All right. When we lack the patience or belief, we are lowering our shield and being struck. 
faith is where we're going to be tested the most the most and a lot of people this is where we fall short because we want to believe what we want all right and that that's not just that's not just that uh, uh, god isn't answering our prayers or that he isn't answering our prayers that the way we want it to be we don't have the patience to wait we don't have the discernment to see that he's given us an answer but because it's not the answer that we want because they didn't come in the form that we thought it was going to come in now we done missed our answer all right the lesson that we were supposed to get it completely went over our head and then we wonder why we're stuck in the same place you're going to continue to be stuck in that same place you're going to continue to be in that quicksand until you're able to hear all right that same lesson that that you failed is going to keep happening over and over again until you finally get it until your faith is strengthened until your discernment is strengthened for you to hear that answer whether it's what you wanted or not because when we ask for an answer we're going to get one but just be aware it may not be the answer that you thought you were going to get and that's okay because maybe it wasn't in his favor when in favor he grants favor all right so maybe the things you were asking for isn't what he wants for you but if it's not we we can't then allow that to lower our shield all right take that answer and move forward and be strengthened because that wasn't for you but what is for you is coming but it's not gonna come if you continue to lower that shield to be struck and, and to be quenched uh, to, and we're not quenching those fiery darts that, that are being fired toward us by the enemy. All right. Verse 17. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The helmet protects the head. Obviously, uh, we ain't got to explain that. That's our salvation. And our salvation should always be a priority to us and to keep us aligned. Our salvation shall always be a priority. And if we're keeping it at the forefront of our mind, we're aligned. We will continue to be strengthened. But without it, we can do a lot of damage to ourselves. Imagine a football player without a helmet. Imagine soldiers going to war without a helmet. I, when I was in AIT, one of my instructors, uh, he served and was shot by a sniper in his helmet and it ricocheted off a metal clasp off his helmet. Now imagine his helmet had not been there. He wouldn't have been my instructor. He wouldn't have been anybody's instructor. He'd have been laying in the pool of his own blood in that dirt. Imagine you not keeping your salvation a priority. Hmm? Imagine not aligning yourself with the word, with your Elohim. Hmm? You're going to do a lot of damage to yourself, a lot of damage to your spirit. Think about that. Imagine not making your salvation a priority. Now, the second part of that verse, 
and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god all the other armor is used in defense or for protection our one weapon of offense is the sword the word of god right and this is why i keep telling telling you go and read it for yourself it's not enough to hear it from me it's not enough to get this message a message on sunday from some minister sitting behind a pulpit and a mic all right you got to do the work yourself you got to get in that spiritual gym all right you gotta sprinkle some of that seasoning in your food get into that word let's go back to hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 for the word of god is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and to the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart yeah, yeah let's read that one more time one more time for the word of god is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and to the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart when we read the word we become more knowledgeable in our offense against the devil all right we should be reading daily all right that is the only way to sharpen our sword if you're not reading how do you know how to protect yourself all right we can't strike any blows if we're not reading if we're not aware of how to use our sword what good of it what good is it to us what good is it if you don't know how to use your weapon and if you're not reading you don't know how to use your weapon if you're not continuously reading for understanding you your weapon isn't even sharp all right you're sitting there with a blunt sword just hacking away hacking away hacking away you're not getting the job done sharpen that sword read that word all right verse 18 praying always with prayer with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints now what's the definition of supplication the action of asking for something humbly what are you asking for what are you seeking is it of god are you in favor ask those questions next time you 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 want an answer from him is that what he wants of you pray with perseverance in the spirit perseverance doing something despite the difficulty or the delay in achieving success how many times have you prayed and didn't hear an answer so all right well i guess we, we i'm gonna do it my way maybe you stop praying for a bit part of that test is the patience part of that test is the faith how many times have you heard somebody well i ain't got no patience for that i ain't got the you ain't got what faith you ain't got what you ain't got the patience for what you ain't got no faith we have to persevere even when that answer isn't immediate 
like I said, the answer is coming. The answer is always coming, but we got to be patient and wait and to be able to hear that answer. And then we got to be able to digest whatever that answer is and move forward. Whatever it is, whether it is what you wanted or not, it is good for you. It is good for you. Things will get hard, but we got to press forward. We got to press forward. All things in his timing, not ours. Without our armor, we will not be successful in fighting our spiritual battles. Without our armor, we will not be successful in fighting our spiritual battles. We got to take that armor. We got to take our weapon of offense, the sword, that word, and we've got to use it. We've got to use it because we are always fighting. All right. It's all around us. It's all around us. We've got to know how to put on our armor. We've got to know how to defend ourselves. We've got to know how to go on the offense against that evil. Arm yourself and strengthen your proficiency. So when it is our time and the wicked one attacks, we can protect ourselves and fight with the word. Like I just said, it's all around us. So if you're not arming yourself and strengthening your proficiency, are you winning that battle? Hmm? Are you winning that battle? Arm yourself. Strengthen your proficiency. And be protected. Be protected from the rulers of evil. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. Be blessed.